thought leaders, storytellers and griots sharing personal highlights on Stories of the Week. So a while back, we featured the wonderful Wandile Sihlobo on the uh, on the show, talking about his book, Common Ground, which is all about farming and really looking at some of the thoughts and policies around farming and how we can find common ground in that space, which is why it seems that uh, our next guest, who is a farmer by day, a Pan-African Parliament ambassador for food security by day and night, and she's changed careers from medicine to agriculture, but she's also apparently well on her way to receiving her pilot's license, flying high both metaphorically and literally as well. On the line, we've got Dr. Braleen Chitsunge, who is uh, just been awarded the Innovation in Agriculture and Farming Award by the One Africa Awards. Dr. Chitsunge, thank you so much for joining us. Um, Good morning. Thank you so much for having me on your show this morning. A pilot on your way to being a pilot. I love that. We have to just deviate for a moment and go there, just for a moment. (laughs) (laughs) I think I want to have a bit eye view, take it up, take take to the skies and see from me and I can be better informed as to what's happening on the ground. It, I just love flying. I'm one of those um, just doing some flying lessons in Vanderbilt Airport to get a PPL license. But perhaps also that idea, exactly what you've said, of um, lifting off and seeing the tree for the woods or the wood for the trees or whatever that saying is. I mean, if you're talking about agriculture, to be able to see the broader picture is something absolutely crucial. Absolutely, indeed. As you can see, there's a lot of challenges that we've got on the ground. So without actually going around, you will not be able to appreciate it more. Unless if you take to the skies, then you're able to actually look down and yeah. see things a lot better now. But of course, the technology now, there's a lot of satellite mapping and so forth as well that you can do in precision mapping. You know, Dr. Chichsunga, we were talking about it off air and we were just talking about uh, the fact that you drive um, very interesting conversations around the need for farmers to be involved in policy making. And I suppose the metaphor of being a pilot and being able to see the larger, broader picture is something that you would be able to bring to farmers because the great challenge is how do we drive a conversion of language from the farmer who is focused on the seed in the soil and the policymaker who is looking at something quite different? Well, um, you know what, it's a very uh, kind of like a very gray area, but uh, for me, I got to a point where I described um, politicians as state actors, to be honest with you, they reach out to all these rural settings, right into the rural pores when they need the votes and everything. Immediately they assume their state positions, they cease to represent the constituencies that they've been drawn from. And then there's just so much disconnect. So you find when the policies are being crafted, it's with the exclusion of the farmer. So it becomes very difficult. But how is it so possible that they can get all the votes and everything, but then all of a sudden they can't reach out to the rural poor where they have been? In fact, a lot of the votes come from those areas and more in particular from women as well. Yeah. Let's talk about women in farming, the challenges for them, but also the successes that you see in the work that you do. Um, there are lots of challenges. I mean, um, I'm very grateful for the award, but to be honest with you, I don't think I'm going to rest until I see every woman at my level or even greater. Because if you look at it, um, uh, as I keep saying, about 70% of um, laborers on the farm 
are women. But you know what happens? A lot of the times the women have to do the household chores before they actually go onto the field to farm. They have to make sure the children have been uh, given food and all these clean up the house and everything. So by the time they get to the field to harvest their crop and then get to the market, uh, it's already a little too late for them to actually be able to get a good price or sell their their produce. is uh, uh, compared to their male counterparts um, where everything seems to favor men. And, um, you know, women nearly always have less access than men to assets, credit, services, markets, and information on new technologies and uh, consumer preferences and export trade requirements as well. So this just reduces their chances of entering into contract farming agreements. And um, so it, it, it becomes extremely difficult. So policy has to change. I mean, governments of the day need to re-look and revisit and look how the, um, the women can be affected into, into all this as well. So, uh, Dr. Tichitunga, you, you, you have won this award. And as you say, this is, it's, it's, it's hardly like an award because it just means that you have to work even harder now. And I imagine that one of the areas that you really have to work in, particularly now during COVID-19 and the pandemic, is around the concept of food security. Um, I wonder if you could maybe just talk about the kinds of things that you are engaging with, but that you're all seeing being engaged with in farming communities around that. Well, um, as you're saying, yes, I won this award, but uh, what does it mean for me? And <laughs> exactly. as I say, as the Food Security Ambassador for the continent, I've been traveling, I've been going around the continent a lot. I mean, to be honest with you, we are very fortunate in South Africa, where it's my base. I'm based in South Africa, but I am a citizen of the whole continent. I mean, I carry a single passport <laughs> for yeah. the whole of Africa. But um, you find there are lots of challenges, like, uh, for example, your rural infrastructure weaknesses, your roads, your transport, your water, your electricity, the sanitation. And, um, and it, just, um, it just becomes very, very difficult to carry out any proper farming activity. Mm. And also a lot of insurgencies that I keep talking about that um, uh, people are constantly having to run for their lives. Yeah. But then you put a seed in the ground, it's already growing. But the next thing, the guns are going and you need to leave. So how do you scale up um, in agriculture? And also power issues, that's very, Mm. very important because if there's no electricity, so even to put storage facilities, it's extremely difficult. So I'm urging all governments uh, that uh, it's something that is extremely important that uh, we need to scale up on the infrastructure and um, and also looking at things like climate change so that at least we can um, we can also update ourselves and move with the times. Yeah, and appreciate that we are running out of space. We are multiplying, but the space that we live in is not multiplying and adapting different new ways of farming. You know, it's so interesting. Uh, you talk about um, safety for women and, and just generally farmers in different areas. And I was listening to a podcast about, um, you know, northern Nigeria, but also areas where Boko Haram are uh, operating. And the challenge to be a woman in those areas and to ensure that your family is fed, but that your family is safe, that your daughters are safe, it's it's freaking terrible. It's such a difficult thing, and I'm sure you have to deal with mm. looking at that all the time. 
Yes, um, it's extremely difficult, and I'm sure you've been hearing about the abuse that happens yeah. as well to women. Yeah. They get raped, and then because of um, um, they cannot afford to send the kids to school, so then you end up now having a lot of um, child marriages and so forth as mm. well. So you have to trade your child for for an income, which is extremely very sad. Yeah, and um, I think. Um, uh, African Union as a whole, this is when we really need to start seeing things being done very differently yeah. so that at least enough is enough. And yeah. um, enough we've got is everything enough. that it takes. Yeah. So we need to get women, they need a lot of special support to participate in the value chain development. Yeah. And the time the women spend uh, in productive work can impact negatively on child care as well and health and nutrition. And this increases the incidence of child labor and children dropping out of school to take over the mother's uh, domestic and care work as well. Mm. So, um, so you find the child will end up not going to school uh, because then they have to now look after the, the, the siblings. Yeah. And and also the other thing that you see, there's a, you tend to have more children in the poor families. Uh, if you take an example, a domestic worker, she she realizes that she's going to have to take a lot of time off for work for maternity. Uh, so therefore, she, that's like a contraceptive on its own. So she's thinking, no, if I take all that time, the pregnancy, the maternity, I'm not going to get paid. Yeah. But whereas this woman who is sitting and doing most probably absolutely really like nothing except just a labor on the farm and no say at all. And uh, we men may believe that a woman has no business owning a, 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 any land. Tend to have lots of children. They have lots of kids. And um, these kids, this is now when we now, how do we now get all these kids to school and so forth and be able to feed them. I mean, it's extremely difficult. It's very sad situations out there. And also, we've had a lot of things that have not worked in our favors. As you can see, we've experienced lots of drought. We've got locust outbreaks. We've had cyclones. I've visited Mozambique, and I've also gone to Zimbabwe to Chimani Mani and um, have taken helicopters. To and we're going to have to lead. We're going to have to leave you there. Unfortunately, that's Dr. Berlin Chitsunge, who is Pan-African Parliament Ambassador for Food Security. It's just gone eight o'clock. It's time for the news. Good morning.